fucker. This is Winging It, the somewhat whimsical, certainly worrying, decidedly wonky, seldom weighty, endlessly well-intentioned, and wildly witty show about music where one knows what's coming and the other doesn't. And this happens in between both proper, that's our big show where we actually play new artists, to ensure that you can spend anywhere from, you know, 15 minutes to about, a, I don't know, 90 minutes, 100 minutes, who knows, with us, as often as is humanly possible. What is so fucking funny? We're starting the show already and you're laughing at me? Because you, you're not laughing with me. Uh, be a pro and ignore me. I can't. I cannot. Uh, right away, we start the show and I look over and he's, he's giggling. What is the giggling? Just go ahead and reveal it. It's probably at my expense. It's like, why don't you tell the whole class what's so funny? Yeah. Why don't you tell all the, uh, why don't you tell everybody? the folks? That's uh, right. What's so funny? The viewers want to know what's so funny. Yes. What's so funny? Um, well, now I don't remember. Oh, fucking A. Yes, you do. <laughs> Whatever. Ay, ay, ay. All right. So what are we going to talk about this time since he won't share with the class? Well, we're talking about the worst singles of 1972, and I wish there weren't so many, but there really are quite a few. Are you surprised by this topic and also by the fact that there are so many? No, I'm so crestfallen from the last couple of shows where I found out there really were a lot of stinkers in the 70s. <laughs> yeah, far, far outweighed by the, uh, the avalanche of uh, gems, but still, there were true. stinkers. Uh, more than I had expected. So, no, I won't be too surprised this time. I mean... Once they hit you with muskrat love, you know, your your innocence is gone. That is some bullshit. Well, I'm going to hit you with a really, really tough one right out of the bat, and that is puppy love. Oh, your innocence Uh, is totally gone. I can't even. Uh. So Donnie Osmond, (laughs) they call it puppy love. I can't. It's just nasty. And this is from the pen, I believe, of the same man who gave us She's a Lady and My Way, Mr. Paul Anka. Uh, yes, indeed. Uh, it's a, it's a, a nightmare. It's nightmare fuel. And it's teen pop. Yeah. And, they, you know, they're calling it, um, you know, love, romantic, longing, soft ballad. It's, it's all of the worst kinds of those things all put together. And I'm sure at the time it might have been sort of adorable, but it didn't age well and it doesn't hold up. No, uh, no. Uh, as an instrumental, it's nice. It has a nice melody. But Does it? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I it could. Know. I mean, it could uh, in, a romant- in a romantic comedy or something. It- <laughs> I feel like you're, you're stretching here, but I like it. No, it's, uh, it definitely is not uh, indicative of the caliber of Paul Anka's music. Yeah. So would you say that it's a, one of the stinkers of 73? I mean, sorry, 72. Wait, let me yeah, I have no objection to that. Try again, yeah. Because I messed yeah. that up. Right. So <laughs> I made myself laugh. All right. So would you agree that uh, we're starting off right, that this is a kind of a shit song for 1972? Yeah, I'm going to plead nolo contendere. Whatever the hell it means is that I agree. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm not arguing with it. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. So Rockin' Robin by Michael Jackson. Oh, come on now. Hey, they're saying that's one of the stinkers. So are you saying this is a really, really good song? I mean, it's Motown sound. It's rock and roll. It's rhythm and blues. It's happy. It's playful. It's melodic. It's rhythmic. So, I mean, it seems to have all the makings of... A hit. Yeah, and it is. And the original version, this is a, it's a rare case where the Jackson 5 or Michael or anything did something and didn't do it better. But uh, I think uh, the original is really badass. And uh, I'm kind of affectionate about his version for that, too. Definitely isn't a stinker to me. 
You know, I I don't think it's necessarily a stinker. I wonder if they're saying that the reason it's a stinker is in comparison to the hits out there. But I don't know. I don't know that I consider that a stinker either. So, all right, this one has definitely got to be on the list of what the fuck were they thinking? And that is Woman is a Blank of the World by John Lennon and Yoko Ono. Are you familiar with this song? Uh, yeah, I've heard it a few times. Yeah, yeah it's it's fucking terrible. It's not a great song by any stretch. A lot of the uh, a lot of the Lennon solo stuff isn't. I mean, he has some great ones. Yeah, but honestly, a lot of it is mediocre, like this. You know, I'm sorry to say it because he's one of my favorite songwriters of all time. But this is kind of a kind of a dead song. You know, I'm noticing a lot. There's kind of a theme going on with 1972, and there's a lot of uh, I want to say songs with. Uh, a purpose behind them songs that are trying to give you some sort of a message and I feel like I understand the message I feel like it was certainly overstated overdone and the song is terrible but there are a lot of those that fall into this category you're going to find that I think this one misses the mark I get what he was trying to do I think it was just not good not good execution yeah I mean if you're going to have a message and there were a lot of them you're absolutely right around that time social consciousness message songs were Mm -hmm. really really big Uh, and if you're going to have that if you're going to, you know, preach basically, you know, something, you really better have a good song. And sometimes they didn't. Yeah, you know? I agree. So uh, like uh, I Am Woman or something like that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that may come up later. Yeah. I don't know. I'm yeah. not sure. We'll see. So I don't know if you're familiar with this one. This one is a grade A stink bomb, in my opinion. And it is Mary Had a Little Lamb by Wings. Have you heard this auditory assault? It's terrible. Mary Had a Little Lamb by Wings? Wings. How did I, I mean, that's my era. How did I not hear that? I don't know. No, I never heard it that I know of. It's absolutely horrific. Would you uh, like to have a whoosh moment and listen to it? So you can get an actual response. Horrific Wings, 1972. (laughs) I have to hear this. All right. We'll be right back. All right. So we are back and uh, we just listened to the horror that is that song. And uh, so what say you now that you've actually heard it? I don't get the hype, actually. It's uh, it's really not that horrible. Uh, What? Uh, strange, I'm pretty tolerant of that what? kind of shit, you know, that, especially like McCartney kind of stuff, you know. I'm pretty tolerant of that. And I prefer that to, you know, screaming anguish, one word drawn out over 15 measures, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, so, um, honestly, it wasn't all that lamb. bad. Yeah, but it really, it was done in a novel way and it was kind of rocking and poppy. And it really was. I think it was just the kind wow. of stuff Wings does, you know. No, no, no. I so totally disagree. This is an absolute fucking bomb of 1972. And it's unfortunate because Wings is amazing. But this is this is some bullshit. I got to say, and I'm shocked that how did this one get by me? You say this was a single? Yeah. How did I I was 11 years old? How did Wings have a single that I didn't hear because I was a big fan? Maybe I came along just after that. I don't know. Well, maybe what happened is uh, they tried to bury this single because it sucks so bad. And that's maybe what it was is your cool radio station in Poughkeepsie said, I'm not playing that bullshit. So that's what happened. That's true. They, They played they'll play like four cuts from a BOC album. And uh, they'll just forget something by wings. You that's know? right. Well, because it's shit. That's yeah. why. But the non-shit, I'm sure they played. They did. They did. So um, I'm <clears throat> very sad and concerned that you liked that track, but that's okay. We'll move on. But that's to... coming from someone who didn't like, uh, who doesn't like We Built This City. That's true. Right. Exactly. So my, my taste holds up. <laughs> pardon, pardon, my, uh, pardon my throat. It's bad tonight, but the old, the old, the old codger, the old dinosaur is full of piss and vinegar and beans and uh, <laughs> opinions that he's going to jam down your throat. So uh, especially on this subject, I'm sorry. That song was all right. Oh, it was not. That song is not all right. But this is one that I think you're going to, you know, 
perhaps be maybe in concert with me on because I, I I get why this song was written. I understand it's another social consciousness song. So I'm taking that out of it. I'm just talking about the quality of the song. And this is Helen Reddy's I Am Woman. Oh, how did I know? How did you know? Yeah. So I... I knew it would be there. I didn't think it was the same year, though. But. You knew it was going to be here because it's one of the worst? It was the year of the message and the year of the song that should have been better with the message. Yeah, I don't think this is a great song. I mean, it's in everything because it's that it's that anthemic thing. But I don't get that from this song. <clears throat> what say you? You don't like it either? Or are you saying? It's a little more bearable than that. But um, I, I just her voice honestly sells just about anything. She's fabulous. Wow. So uh, doesn't it, sell this for me. It's it's the bottom of the Helen Reddy barrel, though. I'd probably be listening to, honestly, the uh, being older, if something I haven't heard in a while like that came on, I would be listening to the instrumental track and super impressed because, honestly, some of the stuff you don't really think much of has great musicianship and arrangements like that fucking Grease soundtrack, you know? Mm. Brilliant. Mm. So here's the thing. So this is RateYourMusic.com, and so far, I wish we would keep track of this. So far, I'm in agreement with everything you say no to two already. So interesting. And I'm supposed to be the curmudgeonly one. Well, you're supposed to be the one who says, you know what? I'm a discerning motherfucker. And I will tell you right now, this is shit. It's wisdom. It's wisdom born of pain. Yes, I've paid the price, but look how much I've gained. (laughs) Shit. All right. Well, I'm going to keep going. And I'm I'm now more concerned than ever that we're going to continue to disagree because um, clearly there's just there's no reasoning with you on these. But let's see what happens. Getting a little scary, is it? Yes. This one, Ben by Michael Jackson. Oh, Lord in heaven. So what do you think? This? My, my introduction to that song was watching the movie. Don't ask me why I watched that movie. Oh, I've never seen the movie. Uh, and the kid writes the songs, just sits down, and he we're supposed to believe this like 11-year-old kid, just makes this hit record up by himself on the piano in like five minutes. Mm. And uh, it's, even if it weren't about a rat, it would be pretty intolerable. Mm. But uh, it is. But uh, no, it's not a great one. So now, interestingly, I actually like this song. I think it's sweet. I think it's it's definitely, I mean, he it wasn't like an adult trying to sing it. He's a yeah. child. So I feel a little bit better about it. And it's it's the sentiment is sweet. The delivery is sweet. I like it. I never saw the movie, but I don't know that I think this is a stinker. Do I think it's close to that? Sure. But I still do like the song. So I disagree. Said <laughs> so thank you. I feel like an ogre now. <laughs> I'm a big heartless meanie who doesn't like... Doesn't like Ben. It doesn't like Ben. The sweet little Ben. Shit. <laughs> so I do like it a lot. It makes me very happy. And I've listened to it a few times. Uh, now, if it came on the radio, I'd probably listen to at least half of it and then probably switch it, to be honest. But I disagree on that one. Now, here's one that we'll see how you feel about it. But I have definite feelings about this. So Loggins and Messina, Your Mama Don't Dance. And Your Daddy Don't Rock and Roll. What's wrong? Now, I actually like that song. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, I like the song. I used to have that record, actually. I love this song. Yeah, hell yeah. What's wrong with that <laughs> I'm song? I'm a huge Loggins fan, though, from way back. I will always love Kenny Loggins. And Loggins and Messina era, actually, I really enjoy. I love this song. Anybody who doesn't like like this, just uh, out of the car, long hair. <laughs> so, um they say, though, of course, that this is uh, one of the worst single, singles of 1972. I don't know why. I actually like this. And if you know anything about these these two, this duo, you're gonna, this is what you're going to get. So I'm in. So I'm glad we're like-minded on that. I was very concerned. 
Uh, what? About, <laughs> I don't know why this one's making me laugh. What about Song Sung Blue by Neil Diamond? I'm weeping like a willow, and it, that's inclusion <laughs> on the list. I am kind of partial to Neil Diamond, and uh, it's a good song, good melody, nothing really overt. Well, of course, my standard of hokey is very high, but uh, <laughs> high uh, hokey it, it totally works for me. I like that song. I do not like this song. I'm very much uh, not in the Neil Diamond camp. I understand the appeal. I guess if you're, ooh, I'm going to say this, and you're going to... I I mean, no offense, but if you're of a certain age, I think then he appeals to you more for whatever reason. It's an okay boomer act, in other words. (laughs) Yes, I cannot get around it. I just, I try to put my arms around it. I cannot. Uh, I am not a Neil Diamond fan. And this song of the Neil Diamond canon is at the bottom of my list. So, yeah, sorry. I kind of agree with them. So uh, what about this this song? I don't know. We'll see. The Eagles. Uh Uh-oh. Peaceful, easy feeling. I, I, and I know if it's even remotely countrified eagles, you're going to agree with them. Uh, <laughs> I have actually, this one, I end up playing this one in small ensembles like on a regular basis. Oh, okay. It, um, it, it's, a, it's a pretty decent song. I'm fine with it, you know. It's, it is. It's just this side of country for me. And I just, I have a lot of trouble with it. I just don't like it. I don't like country. The Eagles, when they're doing their rock thing, even, you know, Don Henley and Glenn Fry, when they're on their own doing their solo shit, I'm in. Yeah. I can't do the countryfied stuff. I can't. So I kind of agree with them on this. Now, of the ones we've heard so far, or at least of the ones we've spoken about so far, I this is higher than most of those, but not by much. So it's high level shit is what I'm saying. The Eagles floating to the top again. You know. <laughs> All right. And the Eagles make another appearance on this list with witchy woman wow yes witchy what do you think of that one i i like that song i don't know i don't yeah. i don't know what's bad about that see it, well because it's classified as country rock there that's where you've gone wrong with me Raven Again. hair ruby lips sparks fly from your fingertips it's all that uh, nice guitar work it's just your classic 70s radio crossover rock whatever it's it's brilliant crossover yeah i don't think it crossed over to anything but more and more country and i just don't like that side of things so i can't get behind this again other eagles tunes perhaps but this one i agree was one of the shit songs or shit singles anyway of 1972 so what about this one little mac davis baby don't get hooked on me all right i um i think the world would be a better place if they had never heard this song (laughs) Um, Mac Davis, yes, indeed. Uh, yeah, you're right. Okay, that's a, that's a, they're right, rather. That's a stinker. So, I actually like this song. <laughs> you like that the guy's up front, hey, I'm going to use you, I'm going to set you free. Is that what you're into? No, well, come on. I just, there's some sweet thing about the melody, and I think it's because I heard it when I was a kid. Oh, you I think see, that's you the see, problem. Oh, baby, you see the nobility. Baby, he's like, hooked on me. he's protecting, I want to protect you from me. <laughs> <laughs> the nobility of it, the romance yeah. novel thing. I know. don't get that. No, no that part um, I don't get. I don't you know, know what? it's just uh, a sweet little. I might have been wrong again. Maybe it is better. Maybe it is okay. I think it's a good song. And you know what? The thing is, I revisited this. So I think it also... I went, so uh, oh. you, you cheated, basically. I did not cheat. Fuck that, you. That's not cheating on this show. That it's is not, not cheating. No. It's, I did listen. I did went, I went back and listened. I did my research. You're not allowed to nope. do research. The bylaws prohibit her from listening to the songs on Birds of a Feather. That's time. correct. She's, she's, she's exploiting a loophole here. 
I don't know. Am I exploiting or am I just enjoying a little bit of uh, it's a loophole. old music? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I can't do that on birds because uh, we have to have that. Uh, oh, my God. Remember this. But we're not listening to all these songs together. We're just nope. recalling them. We are. So this one, we'll see if you know. I couldn't remember what it was. And then I played it. So I guess it's Nilsson Coconut. You put, you the, put lime the lime in the, in the coconut, drink <laughs> it all up. It's it's one of those songs. I mean, if your if your tolerance includes it, yeah, I'm in, I'm in with that song. It's not bad. <laughs> I understand it being a little grating to some people, though. Well, they're saying that this is country rock and comedy rock, and. Uh, it's very. What else do they call it? They it's call it something a, like tropical rock. Yeah, it's like a calypso thing. It's yeah. novelty. It's all that. And it's I, an I, island thing, man. I think this is a cute song. Oh, I don't yeah. want to, but I think it's adorable. And I like. It's very. It's like. It's one of those things. If I hear it once, I'm going to be singing it for days. And call me in the morning. Yeah, I said, oh no, don't leave the belly ache or whatever it says. Yeah, that's I that's right. It. That's right. Yeah. I love it. No, is there nothing you can take to relieve the belly ache? The belly yep. ache, that's right. So I think it's adorable, and uh, I understand why they'd say it was a stinker, but I don't quite, it doesn't quite fall into that category for me. Oh, boy. Gary Glitter with Rock and Roll Parts 1 and 2. So this is that big arena song that they keep playing over and over again. You mean that awesome, fantastic song that will get me dancing and spazzing out every single time? Uh, wow, I, didn't, I, I hadn't classified it that way, but good to know. I'm into that. Okay. I mean, I think it's, uh, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, we admit there's nothing profound going on, no. but he happened to grab that thing and said, here's that nothing that you're going to love because it's the production. It's the, it's the simplicity. It's anthemic. Yeah. yeah, which is why it's played at all of these uh, sporting events. So I don't know if and I think it it's has the exact opposite of a message. <laughs> That's true. But I guess if I'm thinking about the music of 1972 that was great, this is kind of shit. So, but in that, if we're not looking at it that way, we're just saying, oh, you know, let it stand on its own merits and don't compare it to other music, then I guess it's okay. It's a, uh, I'm going to say a two out of 10 for me. I think it's an enduring classic and uh, just a glam standard. Mm, mm, well... I hope the glam people aren't too upset that you said that. We'll find out. So, um, let's see. What else did I want to cover with you? So, this one, Three Dog Night, Black and White. Where are you at with Three Dog Nights, Black and White? The ink is black. Trying to remember who wrote that. It might have been Hoyt Axton or somebody like that. that I don't know. Yeah. But it's Blue-Eyed but, Soul. Um, Blue-Eyed Soul, yep. Piano uh, rock. That is... Just one of those 70s uh, radio standards that you grow up and you can't help but love. The ink is black. I mean, it's, yes, it's messagey. It's, it's political. It's, it's political. Yep. And, you know. But it's anthemic. It's playful. It's. It's uh, it's catchy and it is anthemic and you're going to have a good time listening to it. And, um, yeah. So, I have no beef with that song. I, you know, I mean, it's. Uh, I like Three Dog Night a lot. It's another, like, maybe a three for me. Wow. One one for every dog? Yeah, night? one for at least one for each dog in the night, yes. In the night, yeah. What about Head Held High by the Velvet Underground? I, I'm sorry. I'm, I, I tend to think the Velvet Underground is really overrated. Amen. <laughs> and this song I'm sorry. really sucks. I don't know this one. Perhaps we should whoosh it. <laughs> Let's whoosh it. Let's yeah. listen to it. Although I think we agree, overrated. Let's. Okay, we're whooshing back. And before we left... We were both saying that Velvet Underground was overrated and all of that. And I was saying that, you know, I don't care for this song. So now we've listened to it and it's confirmed my feelings. What about you? 
Uh, I, I'm trying. I swear, I'm not trying to be contrary. Are but you sure? I'm really. It might look like it, but it I'm does. not. I, I'd love to be on the same page with you. But and I'm not enthusiastic about the Velvets. You're right. Um, I just. They're okay. I mean, and everything, it's one of those things, they were important for this, that, that. But is it fun to listen to? No, I don't like the Velvets much. I don't, not a huge fan of Lou Reed at all. Some of his stuff, but not much. This, I actually liked. It seemed like perfectly good early punk, and uh, it had some it had some oomph to it. Wow. Unlike a lot of their stuff, it didn't have that flat, you know, it, it, it kind of had some muscle, and I it kind of rocked me. I didn't think it was a bad, I, I don't know how I never heard it before, but I'm not really into them, but uh, I, I kind of liked it. You know, what's so funny is when I was thinking about doing this for Wingy and I thought, you know, if I recall correctly from a long time ago, we are on the same page. But I thought if he hears this fucking song, he's going to say it's punk. It's good punk. <laughs> and you know what? That's exactly what fucking happened. So there it is. So that's, I, I <laughs> that's Christina speak for you're ruining the show. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. As if the throat is enough. Honestly, I'm having a very... She's taking care of me. She made me tea. The throat is really having a bad night, and it's because of the fragging weather. It's been cold as hell here in Southern California. It's been cold we're and not rainy, gonna, we're rainy. Not, we're not going to piss you off and tell you what we think of me as no. cold as hell in California. I don't want to get hate mail. Yeah. At least not for the weather. So anyway, it's delightfully warm in here, as I mentioned, and it's a location that will remain undisclosed, yes? Yeah, well, I mean, I we're, we're coming to you from a... Uh, the first time and the only time, it's a one-off, from uh, both studios north, mm. and it is a, su- a double-secret location, and, you know, we had, uh, things get a little hot, we had to move on, you know, the man was uh, man was closing in, they were going to shut us down over there, and I, I was just about to say that before, and security walks into where we are, <laughs> the man, didn't, but however, we didn't get busted, the we man, didn't, get the man busted. didn't uh, you know, come and take us away or anything no. like the song says, but... Um, you know, and, and of course, anybody who knows us is like is going to be laughing their heads off and says, "The man coming after these two—they're the biggest <laughs> establishment squares in Please. radio." <laughs> Please, <laughs> establishment squares of indie radio. You know, exactly. But uh, anyway, now that uh, we've uh, appeased security, that our yes. our uh, intentions are noble. Yes, or at least mostly noble. <laughs> our aim is true. You know, uh, where what were we talking about? We the were velvets? talking about the velvets and the fact that you know. You're just now in, and I, that's okay. I just I'm going to move they on. They got from it that. once. They got it once. All right, they got it once for you. Still for me, no. I'm, I I'm actually totally out. was questioning whether I didn't know that song, so I, I wasn't sure if it was uh, Lou Reed or someone else. You loved it. Yeah. I could see you were like I'm like oh shit I've lost him. So what about this one? What about the Doobies? I know we both like the Doobies, but what about Jesus is just all right? Uh, you know, it's not a bad song. It's got some. It's got a little bluesy passage and some nice guitar. It's got the great Doobies harmonies. It's uh, it's all right. I mean, it, it, they mean well too. And so I, I like the song. I mean, I again, it for me. This is maybe like a three and a half. It's fine. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's just I don't know. It doesn't do much for me, and if it comes on, I'm changing it. It's not going to happen. I've heard it a few times, probably in like a Walmart, you know, walking around Walmart, yeah. and you hear... Dissing the Doobies and Three Dog Night, that's a <laughs> that's hard saying. to come back from that, you know. Hey, I gotta, I gotta, zero. I got to reevaluate things. You know? three. He gave him three uh, well, out of, shit, what, 100? You, <laughs> you like the Velvet Underground now, or at least that song, so I'm reevaluating, too. There's some there's some serious concerns uh, in this a, room. Even a broken clock is right twice a day, so... <laughs> What about this one? The Eagles make another appearance with Take It Easy. <sighs> Some people are just letting the sound of their own wheels make them crazy. You know? <laughs> oh, 
shit. It's it's one of the most. Aye, it's, it'll aye. never be hit Lola status or Layla status, but it's it's certainly an overplayed song. But honestly, it's not a painful song to listen to, in the context of an album, especially. I I actually heard this song a billion times in life, and it's never really hurt me. So I like it. I don't know. I mean, I I feel like again. I feel like I'm giving a maybe like a two or three to that song again because of the country aspects right the bluegrassy sort of gone wrong sort of things because i don't mind bluegrass i just mind it in the eagles fashion so don't want to hear no pedal steel uh i don't actually playing vocals uh uh, it's it's borderline there's a lot of eagles that's better a lot yeah the mysterious stuff the rock and stuff but it's not bad though yeah, I don't, I don't do the country stuff. So, yeah, I'm out. Um, I'm going to give us one more, and then we're going to call it quits on this one. You don't one. like the Eagles country stuff? Why do we have it so dark in here? So we can hide the lion eyes or what? Oh, no, I'm not lying. <laughs> hang on, let me just show you. They're not lying. No. I she sincerely really doesn't appreciate uh, country, countrified be- yeah, I really Eagles. don't. And, and I'm I, almost, I almost said beagles. How the hell did beagles, beagles. almost go? You were thinking of my dog? Yeah. L- a lemon beagle just uh, flitted through my mind. There it yeah. is. So what about this? This is the last one we're going to talk about. And I actually like this song, The Sweet with Wig Wham Bam. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I love Sweet, and I don't think I know that one by the title. Uh-oh, you know what we're going to have to do that. I'm going to take a while, guess, that Chin and Chapman wrote it. But, uh, yeah, let's. Uh, we're going to have to hear that one. I we're might recognize have... it three notes in. So. All right, we're going to take a whoosh. whoosh. Here we go. Whew. All right, so Wig Wham Bam by The Sweet. And uh, you know how I feel. How do you feel? Well, oddly enough, uh, this one slid by me also. Uh, as soon as you mentioned the title, I thought to myself, okay, Chen and Chapman had to have written this thing, and it turns out to be the tr- that's the truth because they wrote a lot of the sweet hits, although they had their own. Mm. So I want to say about this song that it is fucking intense. <laughs> or, or should I say it's about fucking intense, you know? Yes. <laughs> uh, with a title like Wig Wham Bam, you kind of know where you're going. Yes. I mean, this is like, this is about as subtle as Wang Dang Sweet Poon Tang, you know? <laughs> but it's so... In, uh, incredibly catchy and engaging, uh. like Sweet is known to be. Now, this is like Little Willie. Tell me you can resist that song. I have a funny feeling that would turn up on one of these lists, uh, lists and be shot down by me uh, in the classic dinosaur fashion. I actually liked it. If this came on, I would be pogo and I would go crazy. It uh, Sure, it's ridiculous. But this is what I always tell you rappers out there. Bad lyrics and cringy, you know, lyrics like this one, which are kind of cheese ball. Totally. Can be completely, and ACDC, are you listening? Can be completely carried <laughs> by kick-ass rock music, and that's what's happening here. Whereas, no matter how good your rap lyrics are, the music is mostly going to be shit today, and it's going to drag it down, you know? Uh, it'd be a lot better if you had good music. But uh, like this one. This one, this turd completely floats by. Oh, uh, oh my God. Because of uh, the, wow. no, it's actually fun and campy and ridiculous. Jeez. It is uh, it is militantly, deliberately absurd, I'm sure. So uh, I liked it. And uh, hard to believe anybody would vote this as a stinker. Yeah, it's definitely uh, rounding out the top, I think, 25. Of course, we didn't cover all of them because some of them I just simply don't know. Uh, but it's rounding out uh, the, the shit list. And I really like that song. It's silly. It's fun. Like you said, it's campy. You saw me. I was totally rocking out to that song. Yeah, I yeah. We it. weren't sitting here still. You know? So fun. We might, we might be establishment squares <laughs> and goody two-shoes, but we weren't sitting here like we statues. You know? And uh, anyway, so I think, you know, it's a great song. It's a fun song, whatever. And uh, I think there's a lot of songs on this list that 
should not be there. I mean, not that many. I think I, what was mine? I think I redeemed four from shit list and you liked more than that. So, but this I think is, if that's the, if that's the worst slash best you can come up with for 1972, then it must've been one hell of a year, which I happen to know it was. Well, I do not know that it was, but this shit list, um, I'm glad that it's not indicative of the music of 1972 because it certainly is not. It's just a very, very small cross section of music from that time. So now that we have discussed the shit of 1972, let's go ahead and wrap up this little, well, is it a puppy? Is this, uh, a, is this a puppy? I don't know if winging it counts as a puppy. It might be like wrapping up a fish in a newspaper, perhaps. Okay, so wrapping up a fish. Yeah, hey, uh, wrapping up a fish in the old newspaper, because uh, Luca Brazzi sleeps with the fishes. Oh, uh, something like that. Uh, and just say that, uh, well, that's the end of the show, but you're supposed to build up to something, aren't yes, you? Yes, I'm going to build up. I'm going to do the build up. So anyway, we hope you enjoyed. Don't count on me. You, know? <laughs> you enjoyed this worst of. Again, this is... Um, just, I think, number three in a series that we're going to do for the next 30 years about the worst songs of uh, those decades. So if you disagree with what you heard, we definitely want to hear from you because you know what? Sometimes we disagree as well with ourselves and each other and the source of all of this information. So I think that we have uh, beat this dead horse. That sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've beaten this dead dino, you know. But I want to say uh, she's right. There is going to be a lengthy series about the uh, songs of this era. So if you happen to be, uh, you know, uh, well, if you happen to be a fan of that kind of music, and a lot of very very young people are, or if you're around my age, like somebody I just met here at uh, both Studios North, if you're listening in, hello there. Uh, keep tuning in because we're gonna we're gonna. I'll keep the tar pit warm for you. All right. Well, it sounds good. So I guess since that's it, that only leaves for you to say, "Let's fly this coop." This has been Winging It, a presentation of Birds of a Feather, on What the Flock Radio.